0: Oh, the Eagles lose another tough one. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Tommy Hayes Photography DFW Executive Realty Brock Football Show right here on S2S part of L4 Media. And stop if you've heard this one. Brock loses in a tough one against a great 4A opponent. As once again, Brock takes on a 4A Division II power in Wimberley who last year went to the state championship game who return a Big core part of that team, and Brock has it there. It's it's there in the fourth quarter. It's a one-possession game, but Wimberly is able to make a few plays and end up winning 35-27. to 27. But I think there was a lot of good things that happened in that game. And I know we say that on these losses, but legitimately that passing game in the second half for the Eagles woke up. Brody Woods on the night, 253 yards, three touchdowns, and you could just see the confidence in that second half. Uh, as coach says in the interview, uh, you know, you could tell he was confident in the pocket in the second half. And I agree in that first half, he was he was short uh, arming some throws and he was bouncing off that back feet, meaning, you know, he just wasn't comfortable in that that pocket. That second half man, he was planting throw, planting and throw. Plant and, throw. Uh, and, and that's a positive. And, and you start getting that passing game going. It, it shows you on a night when Wimberley and that big defensive front was able to shut down the Eagle running game. That passing game kept him in. And so that is a huge development going forward. And as always, we'll be talking to Coach Mathis about the game, the tough loss, about the matchup this week, Gunner, uh, Grant Goodwin, and I, sideline to sideline. We will be going to the game back to back years, and we don't do that much. We don't usually go to back to back games from year to year. Like we, I can't. I think this might be the only time. Well, now we did Newton and West Orange Stark, uh, like 2015, 2016. But we usually see a matchup one time and we're like, okay, we're good. We can just, we'll follow it from afar the next year. And we really wanted to go to that Franklin Jasper game. Cause that's going to be, mm, that's going to be some Southeast Texas football right there. But at the end of the day, we just want to see Gunner versus Brock one more time. Uh, it's going to be one heck of a matchup last year, of course, in Brock, a 21-16 slobber knocker. Uh, turnovers and key penalties decided the game i think this year it'll probably be a little bit higher scoring uh, but i don't think it'll be that much difference in the point spread if you want to hear who i think wins listen to sideline to sideline the class 3a show Uh, it's on audio s2sgrantantary.com it will be on youtube here soon we try to get those up by wednesday night each week on the youtubes on the YouTubes, uh, we want to thank our sponsors, dfwexecutiverealty.com. That, of course, is Eddie Washington. You can email him, edwash1 at msn.com. You can give him a call, 817-680-9134. You can just go to the website, dfwexecutiverealty.com, for all your realty needs on the Fort Worth side of Dallas-Fort Worth. You can search residential. You can search featured listings. And you can find the value of your place or other places. You can even find rentals now at DFW Executive Realty. So tell Eddie Washington you heard about him here on the Brock Eagle football show. And, of course, Tommy Hayes Photography. You can find him online at Photography.com or Tommy underscore Hayes underscore photography at Instagram, uh, on Twitter at Tommy underscore Hayes for all of the greatest Brock pictures that you're going to find and, and all wherever he works. I mean, he's not just Brock. He works for SB Live Sports. Uh, that's Sports Illustrated now. He's a camera ambassador. He travels uh, to Alaska and, and takes amazing pictures. He's just the best in the business. And, and he's been sponsoring this Brock show and part of Sideline to Sideline for a good four years now. We appreciate him. And, man, that him and Eddie, both of them, their love for the Brock Eagles cannot be beat. All right. We're going to take a break and we'll come back. We're going to talk the loss against Wimberley and the matchup against Gunner right here on the Tommy Hayes Photography DFW Executive Realty Brock Eagle Coaches Show on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. Terry Bennett back here on the Brock Eagle football show. Now, joined by the head coach of Brock, Coach Billy Mathis. And, Coach, a great game against the graded opponent. I, I know you're unhappy with the loss, but man, there was a lot of positives from that game last week.
1: Man, you know, I'm just, first off, just so proud to be the head coach of the Brock Eagles and these boys. I mean, because you don't talk about going out there and just landing on the line. You know, you take that long bus ride down there to Belton and what a cool place to play that Mary Harden Baylor was awesome, man. And the coaching staff and everybody down there, they were so hospitable. It, it was, it was so much fun. We had such a good time and, and just beautiful. And uh man, you go out and play in a game like that. I, we, we came up short and, but you're right. There were, there were so many good things that came out. You know, we were out, man, you know, up front on the O line and the D line but the way I guys just absolutely pinned their ears back and got after it, cleaned up a lot of stuff on the old line from the week before. So, um, you know, Brody had a tremendous game. I think he had 260 yards passing and three touchdowns and got Finney and Britton and Butler and got all the other receivers into the game. Um, Tutter had a good night running, didn't have a ton of yards, but, man, ran the ball really well, ran it really hard um, when it was his number was called. So I was proud of him, man. I was really proud. Now, if you'd have told me we were going to give up 35 points, I'd bet you a million dollars we wouldn't have. But, <laughs> you know, we did. And, you know, there were some things that, you know, we gave up too many third and longs and got out jumped a few times on, on a few balls. But, you know, those are those things that if they're going to happen to you, and there's a teaching moment. You're glad it's happening now during non-district and not later down the season when it when it affects you. So, you know, overall, not happy that we lost, you know, but I'm not just, you know, I wasn't at home crying all weekend, just <laughs> maybe Saturday, but you no, know, not all weekend. So, but I'm proud of the boys, you know, and that's one good thing about these guys, man, they're they're coming back and there's no, Feeling sorry for each other, you know they're going to go watch film. They were disappointed with some of the plays that they missed, but they take that stuff, and it and it fuels their fire to go, you know, to have a great week of practice to get ready to go play the defending um, state champ, Gunner Tigers.
0: Well, you know, we talked about this all, all before we started recording. You know, last year was a close game; it was thirty-two to twenty-three, but it felt you said it best, like things broke y'all y'all's way a couple times, and y'all kind of hung around. But this game, after that slow start, y'all legitimately went toe-to-toe with the Class 4A Division Two state finalist team that basically has all of their key parts back but maybe one, and, y- and y'all literally took them to the mat.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it was completely total two different games. I felt that we were in control. You know, we had second quarter we didn't play very well on either side of the ball. But I was proud of our guys who came out the second half, got two um, – you know, got two quick touchdowns and tied it up and it was just seeing the momentum, seeing them to uh, able to adjust to some of the stuff that we um, did there in halftime to come out and to come out on fire the way they did, because it had been easy, you know, to go in there at halftime down two touchdowns and be like, well, you know, they're a great school. They're bigger than us, but you know, that's not, it's not what the Brock Eagles do. They came out, you know, a little bit more excited, a little bit more fired up to come out, to come out and have an opportunity to win the game. And, you know, have a few breaks go our way. I mean, literally, you've been around football a long time and seen it. You change four or five plays, and the outcome's different. You know that's what my job is. That's what I've got to do a better job of. Of when we get in these close games, how we're we going to flip it right to where you know we don't lose ten seven. You know we're we're a, we're a strip fumble away from kneeling the ball out against Pleasant Grove from being two and one right now. We're a couple plays away against Wimberly from being three and zero right now. But the fact is we're one and two, and we got it, some things, we got to get worked out, but it goes back to the boys. We're going to come go to work. We've got to go out and we've got to execute for four quarters, 48 minutes. When we start doing that and we start doing it the entire time, that's when these close games are starting to go our way.
0: One of the things that you and I had talked about coming into this game was your offense, your passing game had been inconsistent. That second half, man, I don't know. And, and sometimes these are those things that it happens in the second half and it, it takes off for the rest of the year uh, and gets better and better. But it seemed like that passing game found its stroke in that second half.
1: Man, I thought Brody, he did a good job, you know, and it, and it goes back to, you know, feeling comfortable in the pocket, mm-hmm. you know, stepping up in the pocket, being able to avoid rush at times and training his eyes, you know, getting his eyes right there on his first reads and then being um, consistent and being confident with where he needs to go with the ball. And receivers did a really good job of running good routes. And I thought our offensive staff did a great job of, of seeing where we had some opportunities to, you know, to outman them or, you know, kind of, not that they had weaknesses, but, you know, to find their weakest spots and go and attack those spots right there and saying, this is where we're going to go with the ball, step back, you know, get your eyes where If he does this, do this. If he does this, do that. That's what we did better in the second half. We did a lot better job of executing those type of things and being confident with confident with the throw in the routes. So, just so excited, you know, for that. And you're right; those are the type of things that get the you know happen in the second half that just snowball through the rest of the season.
0: Well, we all know who you play this week. You're on the road against Gunner, the defending uh, 3A Division II state champion. Last year in Brock, one heck of a game, one of the best regular season games, 21-16, to 16, a slobber knocker. I don't really think it's going to be any different th- this year, Coach. I think it's going to be physical, and it's going to be fun.
1: Oh, it, there's no doubt. It'll be down to the wire again. It's just – it's just the way football works and the way it should work. And you got two teams that are a lot alike, you know, and I, I've told people this, they asked me about Gunner's defense and stuff. I said They're a lot like ours, you know, it's the same type of scheme. A lot of, you know, they run the same type of um, gap schemes that we run um, defensively, a lot of the same type of coverages. So, you know, that, that's good. They're very solid. They run to the ball well, you know, and then offensively, you know, they're they're running, you know, some sort of a, a veer-type offense, but also just a, a power offense, too. They're going to block down and kick out and say, we're going to line up and we're going to run right over the top of you. Can you stop us from getting three yards of play? And that's what they do. And then they're going to do that, they're going to do that, and then they're going to rip a pass out there wide, and they got receivers that can go the distance from any point on the field. So we definitely have our hands full. Um, I know that for a fact. But I'll say this: that game last year, man, they came over to our place and and beat us here, and it's been a game that's been on um, our boys' radar for a year now. And they're excited to go and have an opportunity to go out to Gunner and um, get a little revenge.
0: Well, yeah, I was just going to say, you know, in a world of football today where everything is technical and scheme and, and all that, this is one of those old school games where y'all know each other schemes and all that. It's all about who wants to win each play and who wants to win each quarter.
1: That's right. That's right. And I know, coach has done an amazing job out there with those guys of getting them ready because they don't make many mistakes and they play as hard as any team that you see. They're not overly big. You know, their old lines, not some big giant guys like um, Wimberley, but they play as hard and they play confident and they play nasty, man. I'm talking about getting there and get after it type of football, you know, football that football enthusiasts love, right? I mean, yep. they're, they're, they're just like us, you know, our kids are going to get in there and, and, play hard nose and their kids are gonna play hard nose. And it's one of those games, you know, you're going to go out and you're going to have to go take, make your best every single play in your job. Can you whip the guy across from you? You can whip that guy across from you for four quarters. Good things are going to happen. And when, if you do get whipped one play, how are you going to respond? You're going to feel sorry for yourself and lay down. Are you going to get up dust off and say, Hey, that ain't, that's not happening again. Cause we're coming to fight.
0: We all talked last year about this schedule, and this, it's been, again, same tough schedule. Comparing where you were last year at this point coming into this game, do you feel like you're ahead or at about the same level as that Brock squad?
1: You know, really, I feel, I feel like we're ahead in, in certain areas. Um, overall, I feel that we're ahead of where we are than, than where we were last year. Last year, man, we we were having, you know, just some some things going wrong, you know, I thought, um, you know, at that point last year, man, we weren't, you know, we weren't throwing the ball very well. Tyler was trying to make a lot of things happen on his own just because that's who he is. I mean, he just super, super competitive on everything. You know, this year, I feel like we've got a little bit better grasp on, on what we're doing and who we are. You know, especially with Brody being a new quarterback, um, you know, that's probably been, you know, him getting more comfortable and really, you that the, you know, game speed, the way things, you know, the game speed and stuff still we're a lot better right now than we were then.
0: I also think, honestly, I think there was still some last year of trusting the process because Brock wasn't used to losing like that, even against good opponents. I think this year, not that you're getting used to losing, but your players understand now that the process is, as I texted you earlier this year, you paying now for glory in December.
1: It's right, you know, it's, it's not where you start, but, but where you finish. And they understand that. And like you said, nobody wants to lose, but they know, hey man, you have a tough loss. How are we gonna respond? What are we gonna learn from it? And you know, last year, you know, the proof's in the pudding. We started out 0 and 4, and we go all the way to state championship game. Same way this year, we're sitting at 1 and 2 right now. You know, nobody's happy being 1 and 2. We'd rather be 3 and 0, but we're not. But hey, this is the process, and this is the way things go. Just because you lose a few games doesn't mean that you're not going to have an unbelievable season. So I think that um, is is a big deal in our kids' mind of, hey, we're okay. Things happen for a reason. We're better. We're getting better. And these couple losses, they don't – You know, that's not who we identify as. That's not what we do. We're winners, and we're going to go out, and we're going to take these games – one game at a time, and we're we'll going to go lay it all on the line, go try to win them all, and get better for when the games account count when you get in the district and you go through the playoffs.
0: Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. So if you're going to be at the game, uh, this Friday in Gunner and you see us on the sidelines or around the stands, come up and say hi to us or anybody that, uh, L4 media has there, which is basically going to be almost the whole crew. Uh, basically only Brett and any TSN guys, they're out in East Texas. I think everybody else for L4 is going to be at this game. So come up and say hi. It's going to be a fun one. Just like last year. Uh, I don't think it's going to be too much of a different. I do think it's going to be higher scoring as like I was saying in the open, uh, i not going to tell you who won. Again, if you want to know who I think wins the game, go to Sideline to Sideline, the Class 3A edition at s 2 com. But either way, just remember, uh, A, iron sharpens iron. We saw that last year. I'm not saying Brock doesn't go to the state championship game without that tough schedule, but you have to wonder if that Bushland game ends up like it does if Brock hadn't gone through that tough schedule. You know, you're down, and it looks like Bushland's about to – punch your ticket for the year and and you have a three touchdown comeback. You stay in that Franklin game as long as they did. I don't know if all that happens without without that that you know the 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 road or the path to the beginning that was trials and tribulations. And the same thing this year, but the thing is is this year I feel like Brock has legitimately been in these games the whole time. Not that they weren't last year, but even the Pleasant Grove game last year and the Wimberley game last year, now the Hershey game last year, I think Brock should have won. Um, but the, the the other two games last year, Brock was hanging around, and it was like, "That's cool. Um, I don't think they're going to win, but they're hanging around." Both of these games this year, Brock, you can make a claim could have, should have, would have won. Um, and, and so that's why I'm excited. And So we'll see how it you know that lays out coming this week, but especially starting district the next week. That's right. District starts the 22nd on the road against Boyd, a team that, man, they're all over the place this year. Uh, so far, this district's been all over the place this year. You've got Paradise looking great. They're 3-0. Oh. Um, that's the only team with a winning record. Brock is 1-2. Boyd is 0-3. Oh Pister is 1-2. Pilot Point's 0-2. Oh Ponder's 1-1. One one. They had their game last week canceled. And then Whitesboro's 1-2. But, boy, everybody's – there's quality losses in there. Uh, Whitesboro's lost to Bells and to Pottsboro. And Pottsboro last year kind of surprised everybody by reasserting themselves in the region, but they're back. Um, they're gonna be good in region two this year. Um, so th- these losses are not bad losses. We'll learn more about pister They take on a Wall team that lost to uh Jim Ned last week in overtime. Uh Jim Ned scored 14 points in the first quarter, and then Wall held them scoreless until that field goal in overtime and then on the very first play for wall in overtime they tried to spread it out and throw the ball and got picked off and that ended the game so we'll see what peter's going to do they they started off roughly this year uh they've lost the to toller in jacksboro they beat river oaks castleberry uh they need to try to stay in this game as much as possible now this is their last game until district they have a bye week and then they're on the road in brock week two of the the district play Again, I want to thank our sponsors, DFW Executive Realty. That's Eddie Washington and Tommy Hayes Photography. That's, well, that's Tommy Hayes. Uh, you can also email me any questions, thoughts, or comments. Terry at S2Sport.com. Find us on Facebook, type in sideline to sideline or L4 Media Company. Find us on Twitter at Grant and Terry. And until next time, This has been the Brock Eagle Football Show brought to you by DFW Executive Realty and Tommy Hayes Photography on L4 Media.